We are joined first by Team Penske Chevrolet driver Joseph Newgarden, who is second in today's practice sessions. Joseph, coming off the Indy 500, how is how are, how's getting back into the rhythm here for the Chevrolet Duel in Detroit presented by Lear? Um, yeah, it's been okay. I mean, um, I think we're all trying to, in a way, just stay on the island this weekend, you know. Um, I think everyone's pretty worn out, all the mechanics, the engineers. I think a lot of the drivers are, you know, it's a big, it's a big month for everybody. So, a uh, little worn out, but, um, but pretty good. It's nice to be back on a regular weekend. It's a little bit more low-key, which is nice. Um, and I think we had a, you know, decent start today. Not 100% not sure where we stuck out, stuck, stack up. I think we're a little bit further back than where we were on that final red tire run. I think the, um, uh, some, of the, some of the Andretti boys look really good. Some of the Ganassi guys look really good. Um, so we'll see. I think we're in that top five mix, you know, where in the pecking order, I think we're probably more towards the back of the top five. So got a little bit of work to do, but so far, you know, not too terrible. Okay. We'll open up to questions. We have a wireless mic here. Steve. Joseph, new uh, right side reds here. Are they, uh, do you think there'll be a little bit better degradate, a little less degradation with them? Have you run them enough to know? Uh, I think it'll be twice as bad is what I've noticed. <laughs> um, I'll be surprised if people make half a stint on reds. So, you know, that's just what I saw. But um, it's Friday. Maybe Saturday will be different, but they didn't seem great for longevity. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, they, they definitely feel like they have grip, but they're, you know, they're not, they're not conducive to long running, it doesn't seem. Joined also by Andretti Autosport Honda driver Alexander Rossi, finished second in last week's Indianapolis 500. Welcome, Alex. Hi, sorry. Half a second up on the field uh, or more on that practice session. What does it mean? Does, does it mean anything yet? Well, no, considering most of the guys didn't get a run on red, so it's kind of irrelevant. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the team's obviously kind of carried on from, from last year, and we had a good car last year. Ryan was obviously very quick. Marco was quick. All, all four cars were, so to be able to pick up where we left off is a, is a good start. Okay. We're continuing with questions. Somebody? Okay, Bruce over here on the left. I think you said uh, after the first practice, you really liked the bumpy track that you can make it work to your advantage. What is it about uh, the bumpiness that helps you set up your car? I don't think I said I liked it. I think I said I didn't hate it anymore. Because um, when I first came here, it was, it was quite a shock um, from all of the other street tracks that we come to. But yeah, it's definitely a, a unique place. Um, you have to learn to you have to learn to love the bumps. I think that's probably what you heard me say. And um, kind of figure out ways to to get around them and um, you know there's certain bumps in braking zones and in corners that you know if you have a slightly different line or approach um, with your driving style you can mitigate the impact that the bumps have so you know I think you can see a bit of separation at a place like this um, just for you know small you know driving style differences which is great and um, at the end of the day even with all that being said we saw that you know, it's so close at the top. I mean, it's close throughout the whole field, and it's pretty 
normal of IndyCar racing. Question, David, over here on the... Okay, go ahead, sir. Yeah, the uh, tires. It might rain tomorrow. It's supposed to be clean on Sunday. Are you guys going to be practicing on different sets just to kind of get a feel for it? I think practice is over. I mean, I don't know if we have much time. We'll go straight into qualifying, so... But we'll see. I mean, you know, it's supposed to rain the entire day for the Indy 500, and we didn't see a drop. So we'll see what tomorrow brings. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, we'll be prepared. You know, it's normal to mix it up. Um, you got to run both compounds in the race. So you have to be kind of good on both tires. But it's going to be interesting. I think there's a curveball with the Reds this year. So we'll see how it shakes out. David? What's your feeling about the uh, Detroit's uh, unique... Uh, qualifying system because it looks a bit of a crapshoot in terms of the fact that when you're actually out there to set a time it's still going to be 12 cars uh, on on track does that make it harder and do you see any reason why it's not the regular qualifying system here um, I don't know why it's not the normal I guess it's just time right yeah I it's the amount of time it's the amount of time so it's all I know here which is why I don't know how to answer that I guess um, but I haven't had too much of an issue with it. I mean, it's it's very similar to. I guess it's not similar at all. I don't know. You're trying to be fast in every session, right? So you don't think too much about it. Obviously, you know it's hard around here to get a lap, and guys are gapping, so you just have to make sure you set your gap early enough, and um, hopefully you don't get impeded. But I I don't have an issue with the way we do it. I would agree. I don't have a big. I don't really have a big problem with it. You know, it's more like junior car qualifying, to be honest. Um, you go out for a session and. It's one session. So it's the same when it's a three-round system. you got to be quick each round. So you really only have one round this time um, for the weekend, but it's not really a big deal. How, I know you guys have done this a lot, but you come right off two weeks of Indianapolis 500 Oval, a different speed, different everything different, and then you come here. Does it take you a few minutes to kind of readjust, reacclimate to what you're trying to accomplish? I think the biggest thing is just mentally getting back to – explaining things for me like I'm actually struggling right now like I you're so used to kind of a very specific way of of thinking and, and a methodologic um, a thought process right that's around the oval and the speedway so you come here and, and you know it's like getting back on a bike from the just the muscle memory and going fast isn't that big of a deal but like when the engineers are talking to you and they're like oh so what's it doing and you're, you're trying to get out of that mindset of the oval car in a way so that for me at least is it's kind of the biggest thing today i feel stupid with words <laughs> <laughs> probably not a follow-up to that steve microphones on the other side of the room alex is it uh, you've came here two years ago as winner this year second place is it nice for everybody but or third Second, uh, ev nice for everybody, but uh, the winner to come back and get right back in the car the next week. I mean, no, I think we're all pretty jealous of Simon. So I'd prefer to be in his shoes. <laughs> Do either, either of you go back and review the Indy 500 yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w I watched the last 12 laps, then I shut it off. At the end, you shut it off at the end. Right? I knew what happened. <laughs> you know, the race was Normally over. Normally, people at that are like, "Oh, I watched me. the start and then I shut it off." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I watched I, the end and then I shut it off. 
I think most of us go back and watch. You know, it's you want to see it back. You want to see what happened. I didn't understand the Sato deal till I watched it back. I was like, where the hell did he come from? I still and, don't understand uh, it. So, do you, so what? Does everyone know what happened there? Like, so the yellow came right out right when he pitted, and he made probably like ten positions. That's cool. Yeah, I was really confused until I saw it. So, yeah, you want to learn stuff like that, you know? Okay. Jim has been productive. Jim. No. 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 I'm I'm over it. 2020. Um, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't watched any of them. I've watched clips of all of them, but I haven't watched the full Indy 500. I don't have that mental longevity to sit through that. I was there. I, I know roughly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> roughly. Alex, the word is methodology, I think. Thank you. Yeah. And did you ever go back and watch the 2016 Indy 500 no. over again? Nope. I don't, no. But we're on Detroit, so that's what's important. We're going to go try and win two races. <laughs> and um, there's weather potentially coming, and uh, we'll see what happens. Do you, how do you feel about this race, coming into this race? You've, neither one of you have had a, a win. You've had one podium between you uh, on this surface. Is this a place that, that suits your style, or is it just the way the, way the results have Based been? on that, probably not. <laughs> I like it here. I do. I like this track a lot. It's just, you know, I think the tricky bit for us is turning the tires on. It's so difficult here with the concrete surface to make the tires work and get them in a good operating window. I think it's tough for everybody, but it seems like some cars do a better job of it. Um, so I think that's, that's hurt us here in the past, but I, I like the track a lot. It's a very fun track, very challenging, very technical, um, and physical. It's a, quite a shock coming from Indy, the physicality compared to that place, but I enjoy it a lot. It's a, it's a really good track. It's really unique for a street circuit and the way that it flows. It's got a little bit of everything, high speed, low speed, some switchbacks, some really tight corners. So it's a, it's a fun track to try and get right. Okay. Jim, down in front. Coming off of Indy, is there anything you guys do like to recover differently than you would do at a normal road course that, that you would just, you know, just try to get yourself back into that mental place that you were talking about? Uh, no, I, you kind of go about it the same way you would any other race weekend. You have your, I mean, I, I take Monday off and then you train kind of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and do your normal lead up into a race weekend. And um, to be perfectly honest, Indy isn't really that physical. Um, so for us, I mean, I think for most of the guys here, they're, they're all pretty fresh um, from that aspect. Um, and yeah, it'll be the same for Texas. You kind of recover on Monday and then do your normal lead-in. And this stretch is always hard for everyone. But I think the biggest challenge is really for the mechanics. And we got to give a lot of you know appreciation and respect to those guys because the hours they have to work and, and the things they have to do to turn the cars around makes our jobs look pretty easy. Question in front, Mary. Uh, I wondered if the track has changed from last year. Is it the same amount of bumpiness and then... Because it's a double header, you still only get four sets of the red tires, which in the past, some drivers have done two stints here on the red. So you won't have as many if you give up a set today. Then you have three sets for the two races. From what I'm hearing, you're not that fond of them. So um, if it doesn't rain tomorrow, um, and you know, likely they're gonna be cautions, you could come in, pit, and get off the reds. Um, what would be your preference in terms of the running the reds and the blacks. 
I mean, four sets is probably too many this weekend for those tires. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know, we're going to see. It's, this was Friday. Things change. I'd be shocked if it changed dramatically. But um, I think you'll see a pretty black race. I think it'll be mostly black tires all the way through. I think the one thing you've got to keep in mind is always, at least when, when you see guys in the past do kind of long runs at the end of practice too, um, it always looks worse than it is. So I don't know if that's the case this weekend, but very much in the past, you get into the race and you know, you, you're able to make them last longer because there's rubber that's down that wasn't there. And with the streak track, the evolution of the grip kind of ramps up every single session. So it's not good right now, but there is a possibility it could be better. So it's just understanding how much it is going to be better, if at all, and then how much of a, of a risk you can take on, on using them, I guess. We'll take one more over here on the far left. Alexander, I'm wondering what are the emotions when you come off a tough loss in Indy and you can't probably try and do too much, but, I mean, you obviously feel motivated, I'm sure, to get a win here this weekend. No more than any other weekend, really. Um, the pass is behind us. I haven't really thought about it since, like, Monday, like I said. So we're moved on. We're, we're focused on Detroit and, and trying to, to maximize the weekend here. From a points perspective, it's just as important as, as the 500. Um, this is a really important stretch of races in the championship, and um, now that Indy's behind us, that's really our only focus. All right, thanks, gentlemen.